Brand new day, brand new haircut. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. I don't think it's that bad. First time trying to cut my own hair. I mean, I've done it before a little bit, you know, just when I used to have short hair, I used to kind of trim my sideburns and stuff, but that's not really cutting hair, is it? And the last time I tried growing long hair out, which uh, would have probably been last time you guys saw me on here, like the last season of This Morning Thoughts stuff. Uh, I had long hair and then I kind of cut it during the summer and then I let it regrow. Now it's back at, you know, I guess, almost short shoulder length. But yeah, I kind of cut the sides a little bit last time I had the long hair, but it was just like with the scissors, just trimming it up. But now I decided, fuck it, let's try something new. Start shaving my own hair. <laughs> oh man, it turned out so cool. I kind of like it. And yeah, now when I put my hair up into a bun, there's a nice clean line. And I'm surprised how freaking easy it was. I don't know, maybe tomorrow I'll realize, oh shit, I really screwed up. I really messed up. Something went badly wrong here. But to me, it doesn't even look that bad. Uh, but it's not what I wanted to talk about today. What I really wanted to talk about today was this freaking one of the best movies ever created, in my opinion. Absolute masterpiece. Shawshank Redemption. I mean, what a movie. I've probably watched it, I don't know, four times in my life so far. And each time I watch it, I'm like, God damn, I gotta watch it again. And I don't know what it is. Then I kind of hold myself back. I'm like, no, I got to save it. I kind of have to like hold on to it and save it for later because it's just so good. I don't want to completely spoil it because I don't know about you, but like too much of a good thing ruins it almost. And I don't want that incredible feeling to just get wasted away, I guess, by watching it too many times in a row. God damn, I could probably watch that movie 24 hours straight just on repeat, on loop, and just see something new and learn something new each time, because it's just such an incredible movie. Everything about it, everything about it is just, just so, so good. Uh, like the cinematography, the, the camera angles, the lighting, the soundtrack, the music, the acting is superb. The storytelling, the way there's like kind of, I guess, three arcs in the movie. These like three little arches as the hero progresses. And you can even see it in, in the costume design. Like the characters age through the movie. You know, you take a shot during the very early scenes. Uh, Morgan Freeman looks like a young man, you know. Uh, yeah. And then as, as it progresses, gray hairs start coming in. You see more wrinkles, you see the skin start to get, you know, yeah, just, man, it's so good. You, even the costume, like the, the stuff they're wearing kind of changes with the time period, you know, towards the end when, um, uh, yeah, I told you I'm horrible with names, Jimmy, I hope his name is Jimmy. <laughs> when Jimmy comes in, let's assume it's Jimmy. Uh, yeah, anyways, so when he comes in, their uniforms are a little bit different than from before. 
you know what? I'm actually going to take a pause here and, and go and remember all the names. I know there's Red, obviously. There's Jimmy. And there's, uh, yeah, fuck. Horrible with names. Characters are memorable. I remember, like, the details, the feelings I feel when I see them. The, the stories, but, like, names. <laughs> horrible. Faces, great. Names, horrible. Anyways, so I'll be back. Alright, so I went and read up on those names. Uh, it was actually Tommy, not Jimmy. <laughs> See what I mean? It's like, fuck, such a memorable character, and I feel so bad not remembering the names. But is it really the names that matter? I mean, I guess, I guess they do. They're part of the artist's creative choices and stuff. But, eh, to me, I've never really been big on names, even in, in real life. You know, when, when I meet someone new, it's just so hard for me to remember names. So, <laughs> and, and it always feels not great forgetting the name, but it's like, I'll never forget the face. I'll never forget the face. I'll never forget the character, the, you know, eh, anyways. So, right. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Just, just like, just the amazing art that is the film Shawshank Redemption. Like I said, uh, just everything is so meticulously thought out in that movie. And, you know, spoiler alert, I mean it's an old movie, but I'm probably going to spoil some things for you guys, so go see it, come back and watch if you haven't seen it yet. If you have seen it, well, then obviously, you know, spoilers and whatnot. But yeah, like, even in, in that scene where Tommy is basically murdered by uh, Norton, the warden, and his, his henchmen there, uh, you can kind of see it, there's, there's this duality, this, this, um, they're like mirror faces, you can see the complete opposites in the character, Tommy is like this young guy, bright eyed, you see the lights shining on his face, you see his bright, bright eyes, just so joyful, uh, and then it flips to Norton, and his face is in a shadow, his glasses kind of reflect a little bit of light, but they're dark, so you can't really see his eyes. You know, it's almost like they're obscuring his intentions. And, and you can see that, just the evil, villainous side of him in the shadow. And then it flips back to Tommy after Norton asks him, you know, would you testify? Would you tell the truth? And he's like, by God's, by God's truth, or something like that. You know, so, so you see just his joy and, and, and the brightness and the truth in him. And then it flips back to Norton. You see the darkness, the liar, the cheater. Again, his, his eyes are obscured with his glasses. They're black. And then he kind of puts his hand on his shoulder, you know, and snuffs out his cigarette. And it's like still, you know, maybe three quarters full. He's maybe smoked a little bit. And I find that amazing because it's like this nice reflection or a nice metaphor for how he snuffs out Tommy's life because Tommy's still young. He's maybe lived a quarter of his life so far. He just puts it on the floor, stomps it out right before he stomps out Tommy's life. Same as that cigarette. And it's just little details like that in the movie where each time I watch it, it's just wow, wow, wow. Amazing, amazing creative choice. And like I said, the aging of the characters, you could see it. 
you can see them progress. You know, when Andy comes in, he's this young guy. His hair is full of color. His face looks young. I don't know how the costume designers did it or the makeup artists, but it's amazing. And then as it progresses, like I said, you start seeing streaks of white. And you start seeing more and more grays. You know, the face becomes older looking with more wrinkles. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's a wonder. Same thing with the angles and the shots. I mean, I gave you guys that, that uh, example of the kind of duality where they were flipping back and forth between Tommy and um, Norton. But there's, there's more examples of that. And I, I don't really remember them off the top of my head, but like watch the movie, you'll see them. Pay attention to how the camera's focus works on the different characters. You know, like when they're in the yard, you might get a kind of far shot of some of the, uh, what are they called? You know, that guy that, that, that abuses Andy and his little gang, the ladies or something like that. I, I, again, horrible names, forgive me, please. <laughs> but you'll see them kind of across the yard and they'll give it that little bit of a, I want to say blurred effect, but it's like, it just gives it that uncertain feel, you know, like you're kind of peering across and looking, oh, who's that? It gives you that uneasy feeling, but just, just the camera work like that. And it, it really draws you into the story. Yeah, just incredible movie. <laughs> I, I, I can't state it enough. And then, of course, the whole plot. I mean, the plot is just a masterpiece the kind of social commentaries it makes where you have this prison that's supposedly full of the worst of the worst offenders, the absolute worst criminals, you know, murders, rapists, I, God knows, people who've stolen, but like big amounts of stealing, you know, not, not just robbing a pencil or something like people that have stolen from banks and, and killed tellers and, you know, all sorts of criminals. And then these people are contrasted with the guards who are supposed to uphold honesty and order. And the guards are some of the most corrupt people in the whole prison. They're the ones that commit crimes on the daily, you know, beating people, subjecting them to psychological and physical abuse, murdering people. One of the very first scenes in the movie, when Andy comes in with all the other new inmates, there's one of them that breaks down and starts crying and, you know, crying out for his mom. And then the guards freaking come in and beat him to death. And they just leave him to die on the floor. So, it's just commentary like that that I find is, is just unreal in this movie. You know, just, uh, it's, it's so many things. It's, it's a tragedy. It's a horror film during some parts, you know, like, like when you see Andy being brutally, what we assume raped by those guys, that's freaking horror right there. It just instills this terrible fear. Then it's a tragedy because, you know, an innocent man is convicted of this heinous crime and he loses his wife who he deeply, deeply loved and she was cheating on him. Like everything goes wrong in this man's life. Absolute tragedy. Also a little bit comedic at times. There's some funny scenes in there. Uh, 
uh, funny, but also tense. It's like a dramatic funny, you know, like, uh, I guess the rooftop scene where they're all working on installing a new roof, or I don't know what they're doing. They're like tarring it. Yeah, yeah, they're tarring the roof. And the guard, which, again, forgot his name, the head guard there, he's talking about how he made all of this money from the death of his brother, which he doesn't seem to care about at all. Like, he's a, he's a horrible person. He's in charge of running this prison. It's, it's really fucked up. But yeah, he's like, man, this, my, my fucked up brother, I hate him. I hated him and he made all this money and I'm not going to get to keep it because my tax, the tax man's going to take it from me. And Andy comes, you know, he's the banker and he kind of shows him how to keep more of it by, I guess, laundering it through his wife or something like that. But it's perfectly legal and this is how the world works in these weird, weird ways. And... I don't know, I found that scene kind of funny, because the guard's kind of like holding him off the edge, and the guy asks, oh, you know, I just want beers for my buddies, and then it kind of cuts forward to the next scene, where they're all sitting on the rooftop drinking beers, like they're free men, he's just sitting there, smiling, he's not even drinking, I found that freaking hilarious, so yeah, it's comedic, but it's also this hero's journey, like, it's a redemption story, you know, the guy breaks out of prison, he, he gets his revenge against the warden. <laughs> I, also tragic. I mean, the warden's a horrible person, but I wouldn't wish death on anyone. The guy commits suicide because his life is totally ruined. I mean, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great movie. Go watch it. I'm probably going to watch it again tonight. I mean, like I said, <laughs> I don't like spoiling good things. I kind of like to keep that mystery and, and maybe watch it once every two years. Like, really, really good movies. Another good one, like Inception, something like that, or The Dark Knight Rises, or the whole Dark Knight trilogy, you know? I don't like to watch good movies or listen to good songs too often or eat good food, like, like really, really good food too often because... It ruins it. It becomes normal, and then that, that special feeling fades. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I'll probably go finish up cutting my hair now, because I did the sides. I was really worried that I was going to fuck up. And uh, now I've got the back to do. I've still got stuff, like, in the back here. Back of my head. It's still all scraggly. I might shave that, but that's going to be hard because I could see my sides. I can't see in the back of my head. So who knows how that'll turn out. <laughs> Wish me luck.